There lies in the faucets of everything that we see That are telling us to be scared When all we ever are is free Welcome to the Rip Report. My name is Rip, and the title of today's show is Omicron is here. Media continues the fear porn. Thanks for tuning in to the show, folks. Uh, This episode is basically going to be talking about, uh, we all know the media is basically fear porning everybody. Uh, I'm going to show you some background clips of how we're going to see doctors being paid, um got a leaked I uh, got a video from Australia that's been leaked out from a quarantine facility or a concentration camp call it what it is um New Brunswick apparently in New Brunswick now uh, a grocery store has the right to refuse you if you don't have a vaccine no I'm not kidding folks that's uh that's a legit thing all in this episode I ran into this report about uh Canadian Public Health Agency of Canada, there were, this documents were leaked and removed from the site, but there's something to think about. They, you should see these forms. There's so much information they require on this. Um, this looks like the start of a social credit system. Well, I'll leave the forms on the RIP report. You can check them out, but uh, my word, there's a lot of things on here. They want to know everything about you, and I mean everything up to the fact if you're a smoker or a non-smoker what the does that matter if you're a smoker or a non-smoker to the government i don't it's none of your business you get your tax money out of it well canada post is also one of the uh, vaccine mandate companies uh, i found this there's a postiesforfreedom.ca website uh, about 27 percent of canada post workers are standing up about 16,000 postal workers across Canada out of 60,000 are opposed to the mandates and are fighting. Their call to action, posties are hoping that customers flood their local Canada post offices with calls and emails filing complaints about sending 27% of their workers home without pay across the country in support of medical freedom and privacy. Attesting means that Canada Post is telling us we have to call a 1-800 number and tell them whether we're, we're vaxxed, will be vaxxed, or are unwilling to be vaxxed. But if we refuse to disclose our medical information our employers, to our employers, and that is why they sent us all home. Medical information is private. Yeah, it is, folks. A lot of people need the, a, a little reminder about medical information is private. It's nobody's business but your own. If somebody asks you if you have a vaccine, ask them if they have an STD. If someone asks you, well, that's not ex- appropriate, well, neither is asking if I'm vaxxed or not. 100% non-compliance. Even if you're vaxxed, don't show your vax passport to go into a business or shop at any of these places. This is what they want. This is what they want us to accept. And the longer we accept it, then it would become the new standard. And guess what? Where does it end? Where does it end with the vaccine passport? Guess what? Next, you're not going to have any rights over anything. I found this clip on Telegram. Uh, this is probably what the vaccinated people are thinking right now. Listen to this. Hi, this is a little message to the unvaccinated. Ugh. 
You are killing everyone. It's your fault. You're being selfish. So get the vaccine because I'm vaccinated. I am vaccinated. Okay. And so I'm protected because the vaccine is safe and effective. So if you're around me and you're unvaccinated, then you're putting me at, at, well, you're not, you're, no, okay. So you're selfish because if I'm protected and you're around me, then I'm, then I'm fine. But you're, but you're me. Sorry. If you're not vaccinated, then you're not, it's your, um, you're racist is what I'm saying. That clip is hilarious. Uh, please do watch it on the Rumble account just to see his facial expressions. It's just hilarious. Ran into this little clip. Uh, it's from the city of Calgary police officer um, of 24 years about uh, vaccine mandates. About a day or two after this video was seen, the uh, individual is no longer with the Calgary Police Service. Uh, but listen to what he has to say. My name is Brian Dennison. I'm a Calgary police officer for the last 24 years. And I am finding myself in a position now where I have to choose between getting this miracle jab that the government is toting or possibly lose my job. This is September 29th and at Calgary, <clears throat> we are expecting any day for the chief to drop his COVID vaccination policy, which has been rumored to be one month, basically since it comes out, to you must have two vaccinations in you to be considered vaccinated. And then they're so gracious to give us one more month until December 1st, just before Christmas, to comply for all those that haven't done it yet. I looked forward to retiring at 25 years. And the easy way out for me is to retire now. But I'll tell you this, I'm not taking the easy way out. I've never done it throughout my life. And I'm not doing it now. So for all those other police officers that are out there that are wondering, should I just get it? And then they'll leave me alone and I can get to work and do my job. You're fooling yourself. This is the beginning of your rights being taken away. This is the beginning of what is going to be a long road for you. And also for those that have taken the vaccination, I don't fault you at all. The information. Hey folks, that's the city of Calgary police officer who's uh, come out and has now come against these vaccine mandates. This is what we need. This is what we need. We need the police to step up and actually help us. If you've got vaccine vaccinated, trust your vaccine works. I don't understand again why everybody in the world has to be vaccinated for COVID to disappear. Seems more about control to me. But again, you just heard it from a Calgary police officer too. So 
Well, the report came out this weekend about New Brunswick. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, New Brunswick, malls, grocery stores, salons, have the option of requiring proof of vaccination for all patrons to visit their facilities. The government won't mandate it, but they're going to get the people to mandate it. So see how the government does that, folks? They scared you and scared you and scared you for 21 months that COVID is so deadly and it'll kill you that now they've got all the business owners possibly scared and might not even let people go to a grocery store anymore to get food. Now listen to this clip from a person in New Brunswick. All right, it is Friday, December 3rd, 2021, and it would seem that the National Socialist German Workers' Party has unfortunately resurfaced right here in Canada, of all places. Uh, New Brunswick has decided they're kind of sort of maybe okay with starving the unvaccinated. Now, this is not a conspiracy theory. There's a whole bunch of people going to get kicked out of the grocery store now, and Many of them, they've been fired already. They've been lost access to income. They, they can't get employment insurance that they've paid into their entire life. And now they're being barred access to food. So what would you have them do? You know, we went from two weeks to flatten the curve to a starvation mandate. It's been less than 90 days. They're using the vaccine passport to bar access to food. <laughs> I kind of feel like going out, grabbing a beer, shooting two or three moose, throwing them in my box and driving out to New Brunswick to hand out meat in a parking lot somewhere to anyone in need. You know, the thing is, I don't know if that would help because there's too many people around me who seem open to the suggestion that in order to save lives now, we need to start starving people. You know, if you're living in a region now, you think this isn't going to affect you, think again. The powers that be, they are sitting around in a boardroom somewhere mentally masturbating over this idea as we speak, okay? And... The folks that are kicked out of the grocery store now, they're going to have no choice. They're going to have to go out there and hunt and harvest wherever they can in order to provide food for themselves, their family. And if anyone tries to stop them, that becomes a life or death situation. Do you understand how desperate this is? For someone like myself, who is young, strong, and gifted at tracking, finding, and harvesting game, I'm going to be able to outlast society's stupidity indefinitely. I'm going to be able to outlast the cowardice of the people around me who are just watching this happen and saying nothing. But if I was like 70, if I had kids, if I was injured, disabled, like what would you do? You know, you think they're not going to come for your driver's license, your bank account next? If they're willing to starve you, they're willing to do anything. The bottom line is this, the Nazis are literally back. You are either with them or against them as of today. Well, there you heard it, folks. The Nazis are back in Canada. This is the world we're living in now. And for a business owner that's going to shut people out from getting food, well, quite honestly, you are the lowest scum on earth. And I hope you get what's coming to you one day because you deserve it. This is not right. This is pathetic. This is over a virus. And remember, folks, it has a 99.8% curable rate. 3,000 people have died in Alberta. 36, 37,000 have died in Canada in 22 months. Give your head a shake. And why does this continue to happen with COVID-19? Why is it most doctors, majority of doctors won't say anything? Well, here's an old report from June 2017 
that was on CTV News, which might explain why you see doctors hiding right now. Major medical companies who in some cases also pay out tens of millions of dollars to the doctors who administer them. The same holds true for other diseases. It's a long-standing conflict that today Big Pharma tried to address. CTV's John Venavale Rao on what they kept hidden. It's a question about your doctor, you may wonder, as he or she fills out a prescription. Have they ever taken money from the company that makes the drug they're recommending? Today, what some consider a woefully inadequate step towards answering that. I would have hoped that they would have been bold enough to do much more. A group of 10 big drug companies voluntarily revealing that they made more than $48 million in payments last year to Canadian doctors, hospitals, and health groups for things like speaking fees, conducting research, to fly to conferences, or act as consultants. Money this physician thinks could influence a doctor. What we know from research done in the United States is that even small amounts of money or gifts um, are associated with changes in prescribing behaviors. Some calling the numbers put out today useless because they include just a fraction of the drug makers in Canada and don't reveal which specific doctors receive the cash. In the case of Merck, which makes many well-known vaccines, over $7 million was paid to healthcare professionals alone. In the United States, money taken by individual doctors must be made public and can be even looked up online. And Australia, the UK, France and Denmark also have more transparency. A group of Canadian physicians now pressing for the same here. It's not necessarily clear to me why uh, this hasn't sort of, you know, we haven't been a leader in this internationally. GlaxoSmithKline says it would be willing to disclose exactly who is receiving money and says it's willing to work with government to create an industry policy. I know that some provinces are moving in this area. Asked whether Ottawa needs to step in. The federal health minister said the matter falls under provincial jurisdiction. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh... Wouldn't it be nice if we could walk into our doctor's office and see uh, the great big Pfizer logo on their jacket just to see exactly who bought and paid for them? Because we all know there's probably some clinics or some doctors that definitely are. Uh, I think I know one here too in Calgary as well who's the exact same way. Dr. Peter Goats, I think, I don't think I'm pronouncing his name right. Eh, sorry about that. He explains how drug companies buy doctors. Listen to this. Uh, drug companies are the most wealthy business on the planet. They have so much money that it's unimaginable. And they buy everyone with an influence, including sometimes ministers of health. And of course, when they buy doctors, they start with the professors and chairman, chiefs of department, and then they educate them so that they can become what they call key opinion leaders so they can indoctrinate other doctors that some terrible, terribly expensive drug should be used and not a cheap one which might even be better or having less side effects. So uh, medical education is partly corrupted. No doctor should ever go to any educational event where the drug industry has put money in it. Of course, they don't select key opinion leaders. 
that are not good salespeople for them. And if they start talking about harms of the company's drugs or start praising a competitor's drug, of course, that person wouldn't show up next time. That's obvious. Well, see, there you go, folks. They just buy them off. Uh, Tyler Shandro, how much money did you get, you little weasel? Well, this is uh, some questions that need to be asked, and I think we need to get this, some answers on this because now that we've got this Omicron or Omicron variant, uh, this is these people are going to get worse and worse, and the pharmaceutical companies that are now pushing boosters are only going to make more and more and more money. Therefore, they can buy more and more and more doctors. Do you see how why this continues to keep going? Uh, I found this video, a leaked video from Australia in a concentration camp. Oh, sorry, they're not concentration camps. It's a forced internment camp in Australia. Anyway, if you can watch this on Rumble, I do recommend it. If not, just listen to the audio. You kind of get the same idea. Uh, listen. So am I allowed to go to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you've got to wear more, yes? Yeah, righto. And you definitely can't go up the fence anyway. So you're allowed to go to the laundry, yes? That's always been the case, yes? Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence and talk to somebody else. So if I was yeah, at that balcony... Sense, there's no reason, there has to be lines everywhere drawn, yes? And one alarm is you cannot leave a balcony and you cannot go to someone else. Where it makes no sense, where it doesn't seem right to you, that is the alarm, and that's what the law is here, yeah? and that's how it goes, yeah? The law. Well, the There's a law that says that. Yes, it's a show direction, yes, and how the behaviour must be done, especially in this area, because it's much more highly infectious, and the life is yeah? Highly infectious when all of us people are negative. So far, the risk is still very high, yes? Yeah? It's a five thousand dollar fine if what? If, if you breach again. If if I walk out onto that path. Without your mask on it, with, if I cross that yellow line that I've broken the rule, I will be issued with a five thousand dollar fine. All in the name of public health, folks. You believe this? Yeah, right, that's exactly what this is about. Well, as uh, some of you may know, the freedom rallies are getting much, much, much larger in Australia. Uh, 500,000 people, uh, I don't know if they've re reached the million mark. I haven't uh, checked that out yet today to find out. But they're getting larger and larger, and this is it's got to stop now. Well, we keep hearing about this Omicron variant, uh, how it's uh, started in South Africa, and now there's complete travel bans to South Africa and stuff like that. Uh, here's a here's a video from an individual who's uh, living in South Africa. So uh, listen to this. So a dear friend of mine called me today to say she's heard that it was going very badly in South Africa. And how are you? How are you handling it? So I'll tell you exactly what's happening in South Africa. Nothing. Today's figures, total infections, total new infections in South Africa, zero. Total new infections in England, 46,000. 46,000 new infections. We have 
zero new infections, our populations are approximately the same. Oh, but let's blame Africa. The British have discovered a new variant in South Africa. Of course, it's the worst of all variants. It's dressed in a loincloth, carries a spear, and waits for you at the airport to chop your head off and crawl up your ass. So, yes, let's put South Africa back on the red list because they have zero new infections and we have 46,000 new infections today. So South Africa will have no tourist season. Com companies and livelihoods will be decimated yet again. I've already had guests cancelling their Christmas and their journeys. I had guests leave today early from Spain because they're now afraid they won't be able to get back on a plane because the British have discovered a new variant in Africa. And of course, it's the worst variant ever. Meanwhile, we're all sat here having no new infections and getting on quite nicely. Thank you very much. So what's happening in South Africa? I'll tell you. I'm going to the pub where I'm going to drink a beer, which will cost me the equivalent of one pound. Well, there you go, folks. That's what's happening in South Africa. Uh, mainstream fake news media all like to continue to spend the fear. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. I'm wondering how long it's going to be before they have a mandate on the children, 5 to 11, on getting the vaccine since the Omicron variant, you know, is all of a sudden now can attack kids or they contact it easier. But... Well, this may be just a prediction, but if it is, you heard it here, folks, and the date is December 5th, 2021. Thanks for listening to the podcast, folks. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, thank you for watching on Rumble, listening on Spotify, Sketcher, where, all you, where you get all your podcasts. Uh, thanks again. Uh, I do appreciate the support and the feedback. Uh, follow me on Telegram at The Rip Report. And you can also send me an email at theripcast at protonmail.com. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks.